mean, in all honesty, when Will said that we really tried to kill this early on, we had those really tough life conversations on day two. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 101. Monday. Monday. Wow. What? We almost forgot that. I know. We technically did forget it. We had to go back and edit this. and And we only did it because one of our esteemed listeners told us the only reason they listen to our show is... Because of the Monday part. (laughs) But I remembered at the end. So you're welcome. We remembered. (laughs) It was (laughs) 70-30. Anyway. I think that joke is later on. It is later on in the intro. People aren't going to understand. We're just making, we're referencing jokes that haven't happened yet to you, but have happened to us. Yeah, this is not good. (laughs) Anyway, we're Fit and Emma. And today we have an interview with Brandy and Will. They reached out to us actually pretty, or not that long ago, pretty soon. Um, Yeah, pretty not that long ago. (laughs) That was terrible English. (laughs) They reached out to us relatively recently. How about that? That's better. (laughs) Getting closer. (laughs) And they have a super cool story because they started non-monogamy almost at the very beginning of their relationship. Yeah, not that long ago. And also within that same time frame, they've launched an online store focused on helping people in the lifestyle find sexier clothing and gifts and all sorts of stuff. So it's, I guess you don't have to be in the lifestyle. No, it's just fun. You could be a friend of the lifestyle yeah, because oh, their website clever. is uh-huh. friendsofls.com. <laughs> anyway, this is their story and uh, it's it's really fun to to hear how they kind of got into it pretty much right off the bat and how they've sort of navigated it the last not that long. Yeah. And just so you know, they also gave any listener 10% off of their store at their store. And the code to use is Emma. You can also find links in the show notes on our webpage. One, one quick disclaimer about this. We work I don't know why Emma and I were having a rough morning, and, and <laughs> at we, the start of this interview, we were we were off to a clunky start, but but we salvage it pretty quick. So don't blame uh, Will and Brandy; it wasn't on them. That was on Emma. Oh, just on me. Well, just on I don't, me. I'm just gonna say it was like seventy thirty. Yeah, well, we aren't perfect all the time. <laughs> it was actually fifty fifty. <laughs> okay. You're welcome for bailing you out. I think it was seventy thirty the other way around. We'll, okay. We'll have to talk about that off camera. <laughs> off camera. <laughs> okay. The other two quick announcements. We had our December Patreon Q&A video call last night. How'd it go? It was awesome. 
We assume there was lots of people. We're recording this on Sunday morning, so we don't know. But thank you for all 700 of you that showed up. It, yeah. was, it was amazing. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you to everyone who showed up and contributed. It was awesome talking to all of you. And we have a blast doing these every month. Our next one will be in January. The date will be announced probably in a few weeks. Woo, woo. Okay. Yeah, exciting. What's Woo. the next one? We have a holiday survey. Yeah, we partnered with One Condoms to do a fun holiday survey. Uh, there's really, there's it's no just purpose. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> but we did lie last week when we said you get nothing for it. We learned actually after they send out the survey that you get 10% off um, my one or one condoms if you use, if you fill out the survey and submit it. And it's just kind of fun stuff. And they're going to, publish some of them i think on their social media so go spread some holiday cheer and holiday misfortune as it were yeah just it's really quick you know it won't take very long and oh well, the other it thing could was, if you tell really long stories i guess yeah yeah if you tell really long stories it could take a little while to type not that out. any of us do that <laughs> guilty <laughs> but what I was going to say is if you don't know what my one condoms are, they're custom fit condoms. And so you can go onto their website and print out a measuring tool and measure yourself and order the correct your penis, size. That's if you have a penis. Implied. Uh, yes, if you have a penis. And uh, order your custom fit condom. Yep. I'm a G22. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I... I'm not really. No, let's. They don't even know what that is. Unless well, but they're they'll, have, they'll have to go look it up. Anyway, I'm not actually a G22. But okay, let's go talk to Brandy and Will. Okay, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, uh, Will and Brandy. Brandy and Will is yeah. the proper order. I'm sorry. I messed that Woman up. Woman comes first. And <laughs> when it's the same sex, we do alphabetically <laughs> um <laughs> just our, our little system <laughs> so thank, thank you for taking some time kind of short notice to chat with us we're excited to get you worked into the schedule and hear all about your story do you mind for people who don't know who you are introducing yourselves um so i'm brandy and i'm will and um so we have been a lifestyle years we uh, started about uh, eight months ago eight, yeah <laughs> Eight months ago. I really love it. Love um, the people in it are amazing. And so we currently decided to open Friends of LS with a store made just for the LS community. Yeah. So it's an online store. Absolutely. Selling. Yep. It's all online. Yeah. Selling all sorts of fun things. We've been poking around at the glow in the dark stuff this morning. (laughs) And so you're, I'm going to go ahead and just wildly guess late 30s because I'm conditioned to guess low. Yes, you guessed low. Congratulations. Very good. Yeah, mid 40. Yeah, that'd be great. Perfect. Well, you look like you're in your early 30s. How about that? Thanks. You, you really do. <laughs> Thank you. I laugh because I'm laughing at uh, his. Uh, I've guessed high ter- before. Terrible and... guessing on ages. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, not, there, I'll never guess age or weight. And, and it's the same with any gender. I'm yeah. the worst. Uh, I'll miss it by 25 yeah. years. <laughs> Are you seven? Like, okay, well, you look 12. Everybody's yep. 12. <laughs> yeah, I just awesome. But yeah, no, I'm 47 and Brandy's not. She's about two or three years younger than me. I'm 44. Perfect. And wow. how long have you two been together? Almost yeah. a year. And yeah. so you guys, you jumped into the whole swinging thing pretty quick, huh? 
yeah, it, total fluke completely happened on accident. And for sure, for me, I never thought about it in my life. I barely even knew what it was. I was going to say, no background? No, no, I had to Google it to, to make sure that I knew what it was. And, and um, it was, to, you want to talk about knocking you over? We were in, we were on vacation <laughs> together with our families, just, uh, you know, her her son and, uh, and Brandy, and then I have two boys. And so we'd gone to Hawaii. We spent a little over a week there, had a great trip. And it was about three or four days after we come back and we were talking, playing around, um, talking about role-playing ideas and some things that she likes. And I don't, I, I didn't know a whole lot about it. So I'm, while we're, we were texting, while we're texting, I'm literally Googling role-playing ideas, literally. And I copied the link on my phone and texted it to her on three different links and just said, what do you like? Um, and so she comes back and says two, three, and 12. So the first link that I'll look at only had nine items. I'm like, well, which, I don't see a 12. And she goes, no, the, the second one you sent. So I'll pull it up and I don't remember what two and three were, but number 12 was, um, swinging. And I said, you're kidding. And she says, no, I think it's pretty intriguing. And I said, in, in fantasy or in real life? And she says, in real life. And I had gallons of blood pumping up my neck instantly, <laughs> it, literally instantly that lasted for days. That was so incredible. I never thought about it. And so we, it, we had always been very straightforward and very open from the first time that we met. And I like to live my life that way. Very free, very open at work everywhere. And just really straight. So we had started our relationship that way and felt like this was a very, very healthy relationship already. And then and we'd only been seeing each other a couple months at that point. And then all of a sudden for us, it opened up a new level of freedom that I didn't know you could have. So fast forward about two weeks later, we're, well, we were getting ready to go to the club. So at the time, this is just one of those freedom moments that I wasn't expecting to have ever in a relationship. So we're at the mall getting ready to go to the club that night uh, because I left my clothes here at the house. So <laughs> oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, all of them. That's uh, other than what I was wearing, all of them. The well, hanging bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, about $600 worth of clothes got double bought. So now I have duplicates. <laughs> uh, so, so we're at the mall in Houston. We just walk into the mall. We've been in the mall about eight seconds. And this girl walks by and she turns and looks and she says, it's a nice ass, isn't it? And I said, yeah, it's actually. So up to that point, like, when are you able to do that in life? So for me, that was when the big benefits kind of started to play out huge because then it's real candor, real honesty in a relationship more than I ever thought I could have. So for me, that's the best. Well, I'm part. just curious when when she brought that up. There's a lot of guys that might be like concerned, like, "Oh, I'm not good enough. Why would you want to do? We're only we've only been dating two months, and you're already wanting to look outside of our relationship." Was there any of any of those concerns? Never. There's never whether it's with guys or girls. Never. I mean, Brandy. I don't know. I mean, I, we we have continued to grow in our closeness, but I've never felt that way. Not one time. And I think she does a pretty good job of even before the lifestyle of, of making sure that I know 
uh, how she feels about me and hopefully I reciprocate. But no, it's never been an issue for me at all. I actually love it when she does that. Um, every, so we've, we've really gone in a relatively short period of time. We've, we've gone a lot of different kind of ups and downs and the downs yeah. were really shallow and the ups were intense. Um, but they've all been focused around, um, what she likes, Yeah. whatever does, what, whatever works for her is a huge turn on for me. And that's been the thing that I've learned is, uh, I, that's not something that I really ever sat around and thought about doing. So for me, I can come up with fantasies, but then I would always ask her, so is this really something that you would enjoy? And she would just tell me, yeah, not really, or yeah, it's okay. And so then I would say, well, what is it you want? And that's a huge turn on just to hear her talk to me and say, well, I'm really turned on by the touch of a woman. Huge, huge for me. Um, even if it was a guy and, and, and we've, we've had experiences enough now that I really like it. So there was two things that I've read over the course of the last few months in different profiles of, of people in the lifestyle that made an impact on me. But one was uh, a couple saying we're a low mileage couple. And I thought, <laughs> okay, I never thought of it that way. Um, so we're obviously, we're, we're low mileage, but love it. And we've, we've made a study out of this. So I've spent hundreds of hours studying it uh, almost on an altruistic level just to kind of find out if my experiences are the norm and what it does to a marriage and to a relationship, because our experience has been incredibly healthy. Um, and then of course, the the second thing that, that I've loved about it is kind of what it's done for us um, in, in the bedroom and out of the bedroom and in the, in, in the world where we're able to kind of be more open and free and everything is freedom. Yeah. yeah. Well, it- Communication, right? So it forces communication about things that you never, I don't know, I would have never considered discussing. Um, Will's that open anyways in every aspect of our life. Like our communication is super open. So partnership wise, even if you set LS aside, he's that way. And so it's really amazing then when he, when he texts me, so at the time we weren't living together. So we were texting back and forth and I picked it out of the list and I never heard of it either, but that previous new year's Eve, a couple had invited me, um, kind of go basically as their unicorn. I did not understand that at the time, but I was super intrigued and it was to a club party, um, at the time. And I didn't go, I didn't feel comfortable enough yet. And I didn't fully understand it, but I kind of got the edge of it but I was intrigued by it. So when he sent me the the list, it was just a really easy way to throw it out there and kind of get his take on it. Take it or leave it. I would have been okay. It wasn't something I was, you know, set on doing, but it worked for us. And then we've kind of had, but we'd already built this foundation of candor. Yeah. So of like there. painful candor. We, we wanted that from the very <laughs> beginning, almost yeah. to the point where we laughed at each other saying we're trying to kill the relationship early on which was yeah. probably true. Yeah. Um, if it was going to fracture and break, let's do it early. Yeah. Um, and so this was almost an extension of that, but now we had this strong foundation mm-hmm. that wasn't going to get moved. And so she kind of felt that freedom to say, look, I think I'm yeah. going to tell you something that I've always wanted. And I've never met a guy that would allow me to do that without whatever. Having that reaction of, well, am I not <clears throat> enough? Am I not doing this? So I think that's probably the one thing that I've never ever consider like I don't 
think about that piece. Obviously you have the ups and downs and the, it, I mean, you can term it whatever you want. I like you read a ton of stuff. Well, I'm not jealous, but I just have this feeling. Well, that's, I'm going to assume that's jealousy just for lack of a better term. And I think it's natural. And then you kind of work your way through it and it helps you discuss why. And then other scenarios, it's even um, 20 steps forward and bolder and have zero of those feelings. And so it has to do with the people and the actual interactions, I think, that you're having. And we learned that early on. Um, when Will does something and he does like it, he'll go in a thousand percent. So we maybe weren't fully prepared and we learned a couple of lessons. They're like, oh, so here's, you know, a really good lesson to learn. And that is who you're with is extremely, extremely important. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. But never once, I don't think have I questioned, you know, what we have together and anything. It definitely is, makes it stronger. Um, so, yeah, it, accidental. And we did it in the very beginning. Um, but it's kind of cool because we've done this together. Right. It's not like we did it or I did it. or he right. did. It's something we've done from the very beginning together all the way. So it's very much ours as a couple. And I love that part. Well, yeah, and you and you ramped it up pretty fast. I mean, from exchanging a text about it to <laughs> two weeks later, you were at a you were at a club, right? That's pretty fast mm-hmm. turnaround. Yeah, but you should also look. I mean, you're, you're you're talking about in a two week period of time, easily a hundred hours, two hundred hours of research. Insane. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Unbelievable. Because yeah. yeah. well, most people would look at that and be like, well, you don't even know each other that well. It's only been a few months and now you're moving into this, but you've looked at it as well. Let's explore this together and use it as the opportunity to learn more about each other through exploring this. So, I mean, in all honesty, when Will said that we really tried to kill this early on, we had those really tough life conversations on day two. Like, I'm not kidding. We took every relationship from our histories what we didn't want. And we threw it at each other um, very, very quickly because both of us were not interested in wasting any more time with the wrong person. We both spent 24 years being married. And so, (laughs) you know, not miserable, but unhappy. And so I'd rather be alone. Yeah, He wanted to be alone if it wasn't right. So we literally ran the gamut of really serious conversations in a very short time frame, because people look at us all the time because we moved in together um, from January. I was living here late June and um, mm-hmm. moving my child and which was unheard of yeah. um, in my circle. Like within six months. Yeah. That way. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I'm making yeah. all these huge life choices that I would never ever make. And for him as well. I mean, we're talking about our kids and merging. It's, it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. We were super and still very <clears throat> comfortable and all of that because we forced big, big, quick decisions. And this fit, I think, perfectly into that. But we get to experience it new together. So, of course, there's been, you know, you kind of have those really great things. And then you have those where you kind of tilt your head and go, well, that didn't work out exactly the way we wanted. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's kind of safe to say that 2019 has been a pretty epic year for both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a risk taker. Um, but the people that really know me know that it's not a risk because I'm very calculated and I, I'm a, I'm a student yeah. of whatever it is. Uh, I, I'll go to college on it. And so I don't consider it a risk. You eliminate, you know, every question you could possibly come up with and then you make a decision. And so I'm the guy that, you know, when we go, we go. 
And most people don't operate that way. Uh, Brandy does not operate that way. She'll experience in samples. And most of the experiences that she's had, I've already researched. And so that has been really interesting for us. But then when you pair that with the fact that I'm super laid back, so intense, but laid back. So I roll with anything. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. So if we look up and I think we're, we're in LS and we're going to do this, this, and this, and we're going to try this out and we get there and she's like, no, I don't think so. Or if we just kind of feel like it might be a no, then I could care less. I'll back off. We'll go because everything is about the experience and the read on what you're going to get out of the relationship and what you're able to provide to other people in the lifestyle. And then all of a sudden you get in the lifestyle and you start meeting people. And so, so one of our, one of our closest friends uh, in Houston really, really like them as, as humans, like as just people love these people. And I picked it out off their profile in a picture on what I read. And I told Brandy, I said, these people are real. I love them. Absolutely love them. Never met them. They were friends of ours on, on Cassidy. Went to a takeover in Houston in May. Yes. And we had been there maybe 24, 36 hours, had a great time. And we're going to breakfast. We're walking to breakfast. We're going to a meeting. Yeah. They, they, they were eating breakfast. Little... We we're going to a meeting yeah. with Tom and Bunny. And I just saw them and I come by and I said um, something about, I didn't realize that assholes still ate breakfast or something, something along those lines, just a pretty shitty thing to say. And I do that all day to everybody, to my boss, to senators, to congressmen. They all get the same treatment. So they looked and I just said, you guys are connections with us on Casty and really love your profile. Seem like cool people. Hopefully we can run into each other. And I left. And that's it. We just cussed them out a little bit, berated them, and walked away, went into the class. And so about two minutes later, they finish up their breakfast. They come sit beside us and we just hit it off. And uh, the greatest people, literally the greatest people in the lifestyle we've ever met. Love them. Love them. They could call us up right now, four hours away, and say we have a flat tire, and I'll walk out of anything to go help them out. Just cool people. Yeah, very cool. I yeah. mean, it's it's awesome to hear that you're, you know, there's something that we had got into this for originally was to make great friends and friendships and relationships, and and that you're finding that, you know, and finding that early on is is really awesome. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So we we had a couple of misadventures, and then we learned that personalities and some things become extremely important. Yeah. Um. Super yeah. quick. And how did you so kind of after that, how did you kind of navigate that? The, the misadventure part. The misadventure. Um. Yeah. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of people that, and we've heard this from a lot of people, and because we've talked about some of our misadventures, which were some of them were fairly extreme, and people are like, well if we had had bad experiences like that, we wouldn't be here today. Right. And so for people to overcome those and then still be here is, is probably encouraging to hear. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is, and not only was the, the misadventure, if that's what you want to call it, it's a really nice way to say it was a fuck up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so from, from my person, I want Brandy to tell the story because she'll tell it better. Um, but I'll tell you from my perspective, not only as a man, but as her partner, I felt her. And that's where I feel like it really brought us closer together. But we were at this point to where 
there there was a period of time where we both kind of said, hey, I'm not going to do anything that's going to hurt us. If this is going to hurt us, fuck it. Um, and so it was a real fuck it moment for, for us. And we, we pulled off and cooled down for about a week. And it was about a week later, I called her up and I said, I want you to look at the benefits of the lifestyle and look at everything that's done for us as a couple. <clears throat> look what it's done for us just as human beings. And it's taken the level of, of just pure honesty and transparency and quadrupled it beyond whatever I thought it could be. And I said, so before you make a hard decision on what we're going to do and how we're going to reapproach this, look at the value <laughs> added and don't let one bad experience ruin that. So that being said, if that's a fair enough preface, oh, you can tell them what happened. Absolutely. We, cause when you first <clears throat> come and get into this, we're, we weren't sure you don't know how to do it. Like there's not like some prescribed plan that says, you know, there's takeovers and events and, you know, you just have to feel your way around. Um, so we ended up at a club and we'd been talking to a couple kind of, and Will does most of that. I prefer it that way. Just kind of, it's not my thing. Um, and she tells me what she wants and, he's and I'll it. find it literally. So like if, if she comes yeah. up and she says, not even in the lifestyle, I want this in our life done it'll happen. And so on the lifestyle, she says, you know, I'm looking for a female experience would be a good place to start. Yeah. It'll happen. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And so the guy was like, great. My wife too. She just wants to have, she's never, you know, done anything with another woman. She wants to try that. So we kind of set it up. We knew they were going to be there. And the whole premise going in was sort of her and I, and he's like, well, I don't usually ever play. I just kind of watch. We're really new at this. Um, no, no, he said, I don't play. I, I only want to watch. I only want to watch. So, so I was, was like, great. Sounds good. So Let's just meet up and see what happens. Didn't exactly go that way um, <laughs> at all. No, within like 30 seconds, he's taking her on the dance floor, which is fine. I don't like to dance, um, but he's taking her on the dance floor. So I'm here with his wife. And so then I kind of wait him out and I'm sitting there at the table with his wife. And then they come back and I'm thinking like, Brandy and her are supposed to hang out and see if there's a match. So in the, the night continued pretty much in that manner. And then kind of towards the end, her and I go upstairs and there's like the little sections off beds or rooms or whatever. And we kind of start, but. Prior to that, I'm making out with his wife. Which is fine. So he's making out with Brandy. Yep. And it was, it was different. It was completely different than what we thought. And so we weren't prepared um, because we hadn't talked about it. We we had, I didn't have an issue with it, and she didn't have an issue with it. No. We had never talked about it, and so what we had talked about was meeting this couple and this possible experience. They were there, and so yeah, so it's, it's kind of progressing through the night, and we're checking in on each other, like you okay? And we're like, yeah, we're okay. And and so then you know we go upstairs, and um, um, so once we got up there though, so it was kind of her and I. And then, and the guys were just kind of sitting and watching. Yep. And then they kind of had a a thing of, well, that they were going to kind of join in. And so. Her husband had said, you know, hey, we should join in, but maybe just keep our clothes on. And so I went along with it, knowing that that really wasn't what we were supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, and we'd already kind of crossed several other boundaries that we mm-hmm. weren't going to do. It's not like it was a problem for either one of us. No. But for that situation, that that wasn't what we had talked about. Yeah, you kind of like played it out in your head and talked about what you thought it was going to be like ahead of time. And then going in, all of this other stuff happened and you were okay with it. But it was like, okay, we had never had this conversation. What if this might happen? Well, yeah. well yeah. two things. That 
for sure. But also the fact that Randy had said initially, I'd like to experience this. What do you think? Great, I'll do it. So I didn't feel like I had the the backbone or the spine to say, love the fact that you like Brandy. I like her too. I love the fact that you want to dance with her. She's hot as hell. I don't like to dance, so go have fun. Could have said that, um, but I didn't. And then the other thing was, you know, he keeps putting his wife on me, which she was attractive. Um, and so she and I are hanging out, and then she's rubbing on me, and it's fine. And Brandy seemed fine with it. And we should have had just a mini timeout, either just Brandy and I or possibly he and I, because he and I had a good connection. He's a nice guy. And it was So it was a good kind of guy-guy com- camaraderie, but I still let it go too far when I should have said, hey, man, really like you. You're pretty cool. But we had kind of come here to see if the girls got along. Maybe something will happen in a week or a month or whatever. I'm great with it. Um, but it, I didn't do that. And so then and nothing happened. Uh, I mean, the girls played soft and had fun. But it was after that that I was disappointed in myself. And then we began to kind of feel like, hey, that that really kind of sucked. It sucked from them. Um and it sucked from me not being able to control the situation. So I learned a lot about that, a lot about myself, and learned to still be able to relax in the, and enjoy the experience, but at the same time understand um, in certain situations what my role should be. Well, and being new, you don't want to be the one that goes, oh, hold up, stop, time out, like I'm suddenly right. not comfortable because then – I didn't want to send the message to him that I just didn't want to do this anymore or I was jealous or that I didn't, you know, I didn't want to stop it. Cause when the guys came up and were like, Hey, we're going to play too. I was like, okay, sure. I'm not going to be that person. Now I would, now I would have no issue going, Nope, not comfortable with it. I'm just not, because that's what actually kind of, you know, set us on the track is neither one of us were willing to go stop. We're just not there. It's not you guys. It's just we haven't discussed this. So you kind of took that. And when we left, because it sort of offset us a little bit, I did that um, reaction of, if this is going to screw around with our relationship, forget it. Right. Like, I'm not putting us at risk. But Will's all in. And he's like, and that's when he, a week later, was like, I want you to consider one experience that didn't work out perfectly versus all these other really great positive things. I mean, you got to looking at it and we realized it was just communication and something we didn't handle correctly. The other, you know, with another couple that we just weren't prepped for and it's okay. In fact, it's highly important that you just go, Nope, yeah, stop. We have to stop it right here. And then pretty much since then, it's all been super um, positive and funny and, we just sort of set our own boundaries and limits. And if we feel like we're not quite into this scenario, we just be like, Hey, right. you guys have a great night. And we go off together and yeah, you know, it heightens whatever it is that, that we're doing together. And we found takeovers and groups to be much more our setting. Right. Right. So have you been in situations then that you uh, have felt more comfortable than speaking up and saying no, since then you've learned from, what happened the first, like, I guess not, not, not necessarily speaking up when you were uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of times where we're just, the the crowd isn't right. And they're all beautiful, gorgeous, amazing people from all around the world, all over. And we're just like, it's, you know, there's just something. So so she comes up We're we're with the couple that we were telling you about Mm -hmm. and they had a ton of other people in that we had already met throughout the night. 
and we're back at there. It wasn't a hotel room. It was a, it was like 25 hotel rooms combined and they have the lights going and it's just super fun. And we're with these great people and then more and more keep coming in and we're not doing anything. We're just kind of hanging out talking. Yeah, everybody's just and um, I love, she comes up and she's just kind of leaning on me. And, and I said, so you want to just kind of go back to the room? And she said, yeah, I think so. So there was one girl in particular that, that Brandy uh, over the course of the weekend was super interested in. And it was right about the time that girl walks in and um, I said, it's up to you. And, and so she just kind of walked over to one of the doors and I said, done, we're walking out. So we walked out, went back to our room and uh, probably arguably had one of the best <laughs> experiences of our life that yeah. was um, well in excess of 12 to 14 hours, just the two of us. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, for lots of reasons. So everything builds on strength between us as a couple, um, even experiences mm-hmm. like that to where we say, no, I think we're going to go and leave. Right. Even though this is a cool scenario and super fun. Yeah. And then we come back and, and all of the things that we did right flooded us, all the experiences that we, that we had just hanging out with people. Um, and then all the things that could have been um, actually played out in the bedroom. So it was fun. Yeah. Incredible. Was that, was that couple that sort of that, off experience where it was supposed to be the the two women was that your first time meeting another couple or was yes okay that was the first time meeting another couple so when you say meeting them you just mean in person it, like intentionally meeting somebody because yeah. yes. i mean we had met other people but yeah yeah so that was the first time that i'd ever see her seen her i've seen her kiss women before but it was the first time I'd seen her with another guy. That didn't bother me at all. I actually enjoyed just watching her. And still to this day, I, I like it when she tells me, whether it's a guy or a girl, this is the type of person I'd like her if she sees somebody. And I yearn for that. I'm always wanting her to say that scenario or that person or that couple. It's a huge turn on right. for me. Love that. So that I liked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was our first was. <laughs> physical contact experience. Yeah. Well, I I guess where I was going with that is I think that, you know, the ability to be a little more fluid, like there's a lot of people who would hear what you were describing and say like, oh, well, that's not a big deal to us. But at the same time, you know, maybe they've been doing it a year or two or three or 10. And for them, Mm -hmm. you know, they can go into a situation and say like, well, we're happy if it's this, we're happy if it's this, we're happy if it's this. But for you guys, right, this was your first time meeting anybody. And you had kind of laid out in your head, like, because it's our first time, we're going to play within these parameters. And, and again, not that they were, that it was wrong that you went outside of them or that it bothered either of you, but it was just that it was happening and that you've probably felt out of control with it, right? That it, Oh, right. very much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because it wasn't the physical act of what happened. It was the just the lack yeah. of control of it, I think. Yeah. yeah. And tremendous relief when, because it was just that the girls were, were the only ones playing. I mean, he was making out with her and touching her and things like that, but nothing, there, you know, there wasn't any intercourse other than just the girls. And so for me, it was a relief when the club's getting ready to close down. Um, and so it was kind of time anyway. Um, but walking out of there, I was like, you know, I'm just glad it's over. Yeah. Uh, and so that part of it was uh, uh, me letting myself down. 
more than anything. Yeah. And was this was this at the two week mark when you went to the club for the first time, or was this a different experience? Different, different, different. experience. Yeah. yeah. So this different. was like club number five or six. Yeah. And we she had done other things, like she had she yeah. kissed other people and done other things and mm-hmm. at different clubs throughout Houston or Austin or San Antonio. So what was that first? So two weeks in. You send a text message. Then two weeks later, you're you're at your first club, right? What, I guess what is that experience like? Because I I have a hunch, but I don't want to predict. It was yeah. amazing. Go. It was amazing. Those are still one of my favorites. And, and met two time. of the coolest people ever. Yep. Absolutely amazing people yep. as humans. Like awesome. Would would love to see them. Um, they spent like three or four times trying to call us over. So he was he was pretty cool and. And he comes up and he's, he was talking about, you know, Brandy and her body. And, and he's like, man, you know, she's just gorgeous. And I said, well, I appreciate that. It's very nice. And so they two or three times they'd invite us to come over and we'd talk to them. But then we'd go back to our table and we were very comfortable right where we were. I was perfectly comfortable just experiencing the, you know, the, the lifestyle. It was our first experience. It was in Houston at Klutz. And we go back and we're walking around the opposite side of it uh, where kind of the action is prior to midnight or one o'clock in the morning or whatever it is. And they have movie theater chairs. So we sat down and we're watching this movie, which was, well, it was almost comical for us. Yeah. We we're just kind of sitting there laughing at it. And um, so I just began to go down on her and because I wanted to, not because of anything else that I didn't, yeah. there wasn't anybody else in there at the time. And then at some point, I'd, I think I look up and there's everybody in the club is right there uh, all around us. And I had no idea and really didn't give a shit. So I, I didn't care. And there was a single guy that was like perfectly positioned right in front of her, just waiting on, you know, a little yeah. <laughs> wait, waiting on his cue. Um, but I loved the whole experience. Yeah. And we would go back in and, and to the other side and have a couple of drinks off our bottle and go back over there and then. Um, so we had that experience there, and it was amazing. Loved it. Yeah. And so, a few other experiences that night, but just the, with the two of us, but mm-hmm. very voyeurism-ish, and yeah. I, I didn't give a shit. I loved it. Yeah. So did she, and it was hot. Yeah. It was at our place because <clears throat> um, we never done anything like that, much less doing something in public where we're going to watch you right. do it. Um, and obviously the sounds and the mood and the whole, you know, they do a really great job of that so we thoroughly enjoyed that and we met um the other couple of contours in the night and they've been in it a while um and they have a totally different purpose they their purpose is to find her single males that's their purpose so it's kind of cool you hear everybody has a different version i know there's a thousand definitions that run around and i'm not much on definitions i think everybody finds their thing whatever that is i think that's amazing and so from that experience, we're like, great. Um, so we tried a couple other clubs, but. So on that same couple, oh. though, on the same couple, I, I was at the time I used to smoke <laughs> and I'd gone outside to smoke. I don't smoke anymore. And which is a totally different episode. You could do an hour episode <laughs> on that. It's funny. <laughs> it, was a, it was a dare, or whatever you'd call it. Anyway, so I go outside to have a cigarette. She goes with me. And so Rick was there with Brandy. And so, which is fine. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't care. She, I was a hundred feet away and they had a conversation when I was weighed where he wanted her to show her breast. Very kindly. 
Um, Because he doesn't play a whole lot either. He's basically there for his wife, which is amazing. But he very kindly says, do you think you can show me your boobs? And I was like, I can, but I'm just going to wait till Will comes back because we have like this. No, you said he had asked me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I have no problem with it, but we have this thing where it needs to be in proximity to each other. That's sort of a a role, so to speak, that we've put in place that we discussed. Um, And he was like, Great. So sure enough. So we come back, but he doesn't ask me. No. So she tells me what he says, but he's not asking. He's, he never asked him. So I wait about an hour mm-hmm. and we're still hanging out with him. And I really like the guy. He's, he's just pulling gas, kind of burly. Nice guy. I like him. And so uh, I just said, well, hey, you know, if you're going to ask her, but you're not going to ask me, what's that about? And he goes, oh, well, I don't know. I said, well, if you want to see him, I'll let you see him, but you have to ask. So he asked, like, all right, well, there you go. So, and then he ends up playing with him and grabbing her butt and all this other stuff. And it was fun. That was on our first, first night. Could care less. It was fun. It was super comfortable. Um, yeah. And a blast. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Well, I think that's awesome. And I think the thing that I like about it is one of the things that we've, we've told people in the past is like, if you're thinking about doing this, like, a good place to start is going to a club, but just going mm-hmm. for the two of you, right? Like if it yep. can, it can yeah. be all about you. And the only caveat I throw on there is like, you don't have to sit around with like resting bitch face and be mean to people when they no. come around and be like, we're not here to meet other people. No. Like you can just chat yeah. and like have fun no. with it. And like, you never know who you're going to be. Yeah. Probably a bad yeah. idea to do right. that. Yeah. But you certainly can, it kind of opens you up. You at least get to see and experience mm. and kind of, you know, it kind of put your toe in the water, I guess, so to speak. Um, we did that three or four times and then we jumped straight into a takeover. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, like a weekend, a hotel takeover, a hotel takeover, um, in Houston. And that was, it was phenomenal. Greatest experience ever. Oh yeah. By far one of our favorites. Like, and that's where we met the other couple down in Houston. And so what do you think? Five or six clubs, eight clubs, something like that. We did quite a few. We did quite a few. There weren't a lot of weekends. We didn't go just trying to figure it all out and kind of um, do that. And then we figured out that's occasionally would be great, but it's not necessarily how it works. Yeah. Um, I find it to be in a, not in a bad way, but people kind of form their groups, so to speak. And then and the takeover um, was great because there's just a wide variety of people from all over. But I've also world. said on the takeovers, the, the, the number one difference in the takeover and a club is your watch. Um, your watch shifts to a calendar. And so if you've ever yeah. been to a club, whether you admit it or not, if there there's pressure on the on the clock yeah. because you know they close at three or at two or at four or whatever it is. So it's not a finite period of time. Um well a lot of times people don't arrive you, till like ten or eleven at night at least. So it only right. gives you a few hours time frame to like get yeah. to know somebody yeah. and decide Absolutely. to make that jump if you want to. Right. Yeah, so in our, in, in our life, in our day-to-day life, we, we don't have time to, to go out twice a week or even once a month yeah. always. You know, and when we do, we can take advantage of it. But it's challenging. So if, at least for us, maybe if, if there was a club 10 miles away and we were able to go every Friday or every Saturday, maybe get to know people that way. But on a takeover, lop a weekend, take it off. Um, and just relax and enjoy the experience. And you have much, much more time with the same collection of people mm-hmm. um, 
so for me, that was the, the whole difference in all of it was just kind of getting to know other people um, without having to worry about the clock. You worry more about the calendar. You have much more yeah. time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I was curious, you mentioned a second ago that you had said for the, when you first got going on it, you were going pretty much every weekend, Yes, at least, you know, when it ramped up, how were you able to manage like doing that? And you both have kids and presumably jobs and all sorts of other stuff. How are you able to, to manage that schedule? Cause I know that's another complaint people Sweet have. And I'm sure there was a handful of people. Yeah, no, it was real like, simple. No, it, it was real simple. It was literally sleep less um, for us because we, in, and at the time we lived two and a half hours apart. So, oh, wow. but, but the clubs are where she was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my boys are, are teenage, um, had been single father for years with, with, you know, custody of the boys. Um, and so it would be, you know, like a Wednesday night or Friday night or whatever. And I just tell them, you know, I'm going to take off San Antonio and stay the night with Brandy. I'll be back in the morning. Um, oldest boy is almost 20 years old and they're both driving. So yeah. it's a little different situation, but yeah, it was literally just sleep less. And there's, yeah. there was a couple of days in there that I'd get up, we'd go to bed at two 30. I'd get up at five o'clock in the morning, drive two and a half hours, go straight into work, um, work shift, come home. As soon as I walk in the house, cook dinner for the boys, yep. hang out, talk a little bit, talk to her, go to bed, catch up on sleep. Yeah. We would literally like take, <clears throat> so I'm the youngest, um, 11 year old and we'd go to a baseball game. And I would be laughing several times, several times. Like you, we mom it up. Like I would drive to San Antonio to watch yep, the the, our youngest boy play baseball and knowing that she's got her little one out stress, um, covering 0.05% of her body hanging up in the closet. And she's wearing a trench coat out in July. Yeah. So literally we're sitting at the baseball game and we know it's about to occur, but we do baseball game. We get him home, get him in the bed situated. Um, my mom has, live with us and had it the whole time. So I get him in bed, do the whole mom thing a hundred percent. And then he's secure. My mom's there. If something happens in the night, we take off, do that, come in. Nobody ever even knows you're gone. Like Mm -hmm. you're teenagers, except in a 40 year old. (laughs) So it hurts way worse. Um, cause you are, you're just sleep deprived and you've had a couple of drinks and you get up the next morning and you go to work and you make a day of it. Um, we haven't done that now. It's pretty much takeovers or, Mm -hmm. Well, we've, we found at least what, what works well for us. And so then yeah. it's just, we, we plan in advance and instead yeah. we were, I don't think we ever planned on, I'm not a party guy. I don't, I don't go out. Um, so we were never really planned on going to clubs long-term, but we were trying to figure it out and we have a certain venue that we liked and we would say, look, I think it was just the wrong night. So we'd literally like search basketball games and say, well, I wonder if, Maybe the rodeo pulled the crowd down or the basketball game pulled the crowd down because it was a Friday. And then we would say, well, we really like this club, so let's go back next Saturday. So then the following Saturday, we'd try the same club but a different night. So really just tried to do different combinations before we eliminated. So you're pretty strategic with about it. Oh, yeah, very much. I don't think we went to the same club the same night once. No, definitely trying to just figure it out. Right. Because the online yeah. stuff is very, you know, I mean – we didn't even realize there was like all these sites and that you can wait. We oh, just tell them about Quiver. <laughs> funny as hell. So when he signed us up for Quiver the first time, because we didn't know about site. Cassidy or any of that, right. he finds the site and he signs us up. But I don't know how many days it went. He's like, man, nobody <laughs> two weeks. Like nobody likes us. Like we're getting no responses, we got nothing. zero. And I was like, wow, man, they must be like 
You just think we're, to yourself, we're, like, we're wow, like we're lepers. Bad. Like, like nobody liked us. So, so I, I would like, I wasn't like trolling, but I would like a couple of pictures a day. And I'm reading everybody's profiles and stuff like that. We're getting nothing. Zero. And so I'm, I'm fucking around with it one night, like late, 1130 at night. And uh, it says something on there about paying. It's like a hundred bucks for a year. Like, oh, hell, I'll do that. So I put my credit card in, pay for it immediately. Like 140 messages. <laughs> we didn't I, know you had I to called Brandy. I'm like, people don't hate us. You just have to fucking pay to get your emails. <laughs> oh, my God. So all these people are like, you guys look great, look fun. I'm like, ah, we're not lepers. Yeah. So. <laughs> we felt so good about ourselves. Like, oh, you just pay. Got it, got it. <laughs> We had no idea yeah, um, that you had to pay. We didn't realize you had to put gasoline it. in your car to be able to drive. <laughs> like, it's a straight car. Oh, we have to have gas. Sorry. Yeah. So we literally figured all this out just yeah. blindly. And so that's kind of what the club thing was trying to do is figure it out. So, yeah, that was never a long-term solution. And True story, not though. something we could sustain with kids yeah, and yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't burn yourself out. Yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not our style. So Right. When you you'd said earlier a few times you guys are both very open and live your lives very transparently. Have you have you told family and friends about this side of life yet? Nope. No. Nope. So I have one friend who um is in it um as a unicorn and she is literally I think the only people that knows and that's for the I think our children. Right. Um and his job Right. So he still yeah. works in an environment where I don't want that to be pressurized till the store takes off. I mean, we, so our ideal go, right. Is to have the store together. Um, where so we, tell me about the last day in Hawaii. Stand the beach, looking at the water at, as the sun rose that morning. Yeah. So this is, we're about to leave, um, put the kids in the car and, and go, we've had this amazing week and we are, we're on the beach together. And he was talking basically um, that he'd always wanted to have um in passive income is what like ultimate it. freedom and it, just to give him the freedom to live life however he wanted every single day like that is his goal um in life and for me i'm very kind of on the opposite i never even imagined anything like that and over the next few months it developed into business ideas and when he and i get together things tend to happen very rapidly and quickly and we're like oh this is a great idea and so we kind of started with some other ideas and then I said, kind of my ultimate goal would be um, to own like a little lingerie slash toy shop. Like that would be phenomenal. Yeah, Every but we're, day. we're thinking bricks and mortar. Yeah, I'm I thinking mean, never, store. never even thought about online. But we literally would think bricks and mortar. And we talked about it. And she has a friend that owns a couple. And they're doing really great, like financially. And it's going great with their franchises and stuff. And so then... You know, things kind of went through um, different renditions and we ended up with the online store. And so I have it. I just have it in a different venue. But that goal is to make that passive income with the store together to give us freedom um, to go and do events and sell stuff at events and kind of dual dip whatever it is that we wish. And um, it's cool being here, you know, with my my kids, obviously, um, as we get the store going and stuff. So, yeah. That. And so you, has your, I'm just curious, has your mom been curious at all or asked anything? Cause she's, you mentioned that she's living with you. Super tough, right? Because 
Um, when we make she a, wants to help. When we make a sale in the store, our phones go ka-ching and yeah, kind of let you know. That, it's fucking hilarious. So everybody in the family, like we're all together, and, and, and both of our phones will go ka-ching, and it's the coolest thing. It was like 5 o'clock in the morning, we're waking up, and you hear a ka-ching. I'm like, that's a cool oh, way to wake up. Cool. Yeah. So. Well, I'll be out mowing the yard or riding, the, you know, riding the lawnmower or whatever, and and uh, I'll come in and and our oldest boy will will be like, "Hey, Dad, you got a kaching?" I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Um, so they don't really get it. So it's under the <laughs> guy. Cool. Well, so we do have we have a second store. store right where we sell the pets. Yeah, right. no, but that's where it's not taking off yet. So they assume. <laughs> It's that. They assume we're selling dog collars, but we're selling her collars. So, so we're, yeah. So they are, and we've got in our home, he's got a set of monitors and I have, and mine face the wall. And so everything that happens in LS. And you see the wall behind us? Yeah. So this is our, these are our LS you monitors. Know. And then the other monitors are. And you learn to get really crafty and switch over because, you know, of course the kids yeah. come straight to you and yeah. we don't, you know, whatever. So yeah, it, we're juggling that. It, it no, will eventually, there'll be a point when we'll talk about it, but it's not now. Yeah. But until it's big and sustainable and we know for sure, and it is, it's taking off nicely. We don't even want to, you know, we're just not there. Our oldest, you know, he, whatever. But, you know, we've got one in junior high and one in high school still. Yeah, so yeah. Let them get a little bit bigger. Um, otherwise, I don't I don't think either one of us I can care less. We Personally, don't care. I don't care. If If... Whatever a congressman or a local, whatever comes up and says, "Hey, I heard," I'm like, "Yeah, the best thing that ever happened to me." So, right. uh, yeah, I, personally, I, I could care less. I think it's awesome. Awesome. Well, do you mind talking a little bit about the store, like what it looks like? What was the inspiration? I mean, you kind of talked a little bit about the inspiration behind it, but yeah, how you guys, how it's going, how you're operating it, and what what people can find there. So, I'll talk about the inspiration and how it got started, and you talk about the store. Okay. Is that fair? Perfect. So. This is an inadvertent plug. I don't mean it to be a plug, but it is. And it's the coolest thing in the world. There is a store. So I like anything positive. And I don't like to dress up, obviously. So I'm a jeans and t-shirts, boots and jeans t-shirt guy. And I like these shirts that are from Compete Every Day. It's competeeveryday.com. I've been buying from them for a long time. The CEO there has an amazing story. Um had a really dark part, part in his life and um, didn't want to live, but he was writing sticky notes to himself on the mirror. And then he began to put those sticky notes on his shirt and they're really cool. Um, some of them are, um, I mean, but they're all, they're all positive faith over fear, just stuff like that. This stuff that are good, good human shirts, like how to be a good human. Um, he put them on t-shirts and they were originally for himself. And then people would come up to him in the store and go, cool shirt, like it. So he would make them, and then he would make them for other people. And now he's this huge company, and it does really well. I've been buying from the guy for years. And there's another, and it's very high-quality shirts. Love the shirts. Like, good material, um, good message, good service, good shipping. Uh, no clue what drop shipping was or what any of this stuff was. I didn't know anything about it. I just know I liked his shirts. I wanted to buy them, and they're not cheap, and I didn't care. And I'm also a patriot. So I like anything made in the U.S. if we can get it. And so then there's another company that makes a similar type of shirt um, that is more of a workout-driven thing um, with GoRuck. And I like their shirts. And I was buying their shirts online. So I started buying Brandy these shirts. 
the woman version of women empowerment and things like that. So she and I were talking about it. This is post Hawaii, um, but by about a month or two, and I'm on compete every day looking at the bottom and it says powered by Shopify. And we had just talked about Shopify the day before trying to figure out what it was and what all of this thing is and how you would actually do your LS store online. And was it possible? That's how it started. That's what launched it. She and I sat down side by side on the couch Mm -hmm. and within three to four minutes, I said, that's it. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what it is. This is the model. And this is, this is how we're going to do it. Well, and if you've ever tried Mm -hmm. to shop for a theme knot, it's ridiculous. Like it's very hard, especially for guys. Like really hard to find anything for guys. There's nothing and it's all over the place and there's no really good way to search it. And I was like, so why don't we try and kind of put it all in a single place together and see what the community wants and needs. And, um, you know, we've had people reach out and say, Hey, if I have this theme, not, could you create a whole thing based around that? Yeah, we create a whole folder just for one particular club, Super but open to the whole world. Yeah. So I just started working on it. Like we just blindly walked into this and it's super difficult to get it going. There's so many facets and things. It's this constant learning curve. Um, And we stuck with it and I think it's doing good. And I think over the next year, it'll grow into a much more probably sophisticated side, but this side's fun. It's all based around um, whether it's elegant all the way down to, you know, your really great, just fun um, stuff and all the little Nipple trinkets. Yeah. I mean, literally we, we kind of try to throw a sample of it all in there and then we invite the community and everyone tell us what you want. We'll, we'll put right. it in there. Like we, we want to cater to that community because mm-hmm. I think it's an untapped market, um, that people see as taboo or wrong or whatever. And so look up, you know, theme nine, you just don't find anything. So you have to get really creative. So we just wanted to, um, kind of use that as our passive income in our business and um yeah. moving obviously I needed a new job and so this is it. This is it for us. And it's something we can do together and hopefully in the future work together and be together all the time. Yep. That should be fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. So I have a quick question about it because I probably a lot of people are saying, oh well I just I just go to Amazon and find that stuff. How what makes you guys better than Amazon for this type of you know service? So I, I don't think that we're we're better than Amazon at all. Um, I think everybody has their platform and they have the place where they want to be and they're not going to find it on Amazon. A lot of the stuff is not going to be there. Um, and that's And I know that because I struggled. Like we would go to an event and I literally would end up in Dillard's going, well, this will work. And if I've done it, I promise you every other guy out there that's gone to events has had the yeah. same struggle. You can't, you can't find it. Not in Texas anyway, not anywhere that, that I've known to shop. Uh, you can't find this stuff. I'm, I'm a big eBay, uh, Amazon guy. It's not there. You don't have, it, it does not exist. So you may find one or two items, but it's a real struggle. And so most people are going to spend hours and hours trying to find whatever they want. So we just really want and, and have found a lot of really cool avenues to be able to find items, um, we, we prefer not to have long shipping times. And so we're struggling with that to where we're buying some of it and shipping it ourselves, which I like a lot better. But we want one site that can have everything. If it can be found or made, we customize all kinds of stuff. We customize shirts, customize mugs, whatever you want to customize. Mm-hmm. So you literally have anything you can think up. Um, and we wanted to have that, that kind of environment to where you can go to one site 
and have it. And if it's not there, it can be it can be gotten on that and, site within 24 hours. And we're part of the community. Right. I mean, we've actually been to takeovers and events and clubs, and we understand that side of it, and we're a part of that. Um, and so you're not just kind of randomly doing something that you hope. No one else has that understanding. So it's really unique, I think, that we're a part of the community and that we have the store instead of just throwing in a couple of things that work for people in the community. I love being a part of it and understanding when somebody asks you for, you know, whatever it is and they try and explain it. Oh, I get it. I absolutely get that. Absolutely. We want to help them achieve whatever that look is for that night and make it simpler. Um, so I like that we're a part of it and it's near and dear to us. Um, and we get to meet cool people like you guys that are in the community. You know, I mean, it's, for me, that's the side of it. I think that would make us different from Amazon. Is right. There is a personal thing behind it that connects us with this community. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, and I wasn't implying cool. that you were going to necessarily be a, like oh, beat Amazon. It was that that for the purpose yeah, you are a better fit for yeah. a lot of the, for this community. That's your goal. Yeah. Well, we we want to you know we want to be that that company that is is nimble, and I think that's the key. Um, especially when you're, when, when you're trying to have a niche market, um, you should be nimble and nimble would just simply be, I really like that dress, um, or I really like this outfit, but it doesn't fit what we're wanting. We're wanting that sort of idea, but could you do a whole line for us? Can you put together an entire product line just for this particular event coming up in six months and who could do that? So yeah, we can literally spend yeah. a few days putting together an entire product line for a one night deal, or if they're going to have you know the third Thursday be this particular deal throughout the year. Um, I think the customization uh, for individuals or for companies is the thing that makes it unique. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's amazing, and thank you so much for sharing and doing the work you're doing. I think that it is a niche market that needs someone i think it's a really good well, people idea. who care i mean i think yeah. that's the big part and to and for people to know that you're real people and that if they send an email over there it's probably one of you two you know that's going to respond and yeah, it's one of right. you. maybe someday one of your kids <laughs> I mean, but not, not today but. <laughs> not someday <laughs> so awesome well i mean thank you both for coming on for sharing the story and for talking about another resource to give people we're always happy to find new things and we're we're excited to help you guys hopefully grow and take off. Well, we appreciate what you guys yep. are doing. So this has been, you know, we're, we're very grateful that you reached out to us and grateful that you've taken the time that you've taken out as well to go through our website to talk to us and, and actually care. So it's been fun. Great. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Let's uh, talk soon. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. We're back. I assume everybody went and looked up what a G22 was. <laughs> during, well, they were, I guess, during the interview? Well, yeah. I mean, they probably hit pause and went and looked it up immediately. Okay. And they were like, oh. And then they ordered some My One condoms? I would assume so. I don't know. They would have had to measure their penis. Yeah. Which would, I guess they could have. Yeah, they could have. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Brandy and Will, for... For taking some time to come on and uh, share with us and for 
creating the store, that's super awesome. And we're excited to see it grow and take off. Yeah. Watch out Amazon. I know. If you're curious, go and check out their website. It's friendsoftheLS.com. And there are links in our show notes and at normalizingnonmonogamy.com, which we didn't mention in the intro, but we figure you know our website by now. <laughs> yes. You can find lots of stuff on our website and go check it out. Now, this we didn't do the Monday thing. Oh, fuck. We're going to have to go back and put that in. <laughs> All right, we'll go back and put that in. Uh, Wednesday, so in two days, we have another interview, and this is with Brian. Yeah, he reached out a little while ago and came on to share what a lot of people have been asking, well, not a lot, but some, about uh, times that non-monogamy hasn't worked. And it's a really interesting story because, as you'll kind of see, he doesn't really blame non-monogamy for it. He actually blames non-monogamy for helping his marriage last longer than it would have had they not opened their relationship. So... It's a, it's a really fascinating story, and we hope you guys enjoy it, and we will see everybody on Wednesday. Wednesday! Wednesday! Yeah, we forgot it for Monday. Well, so. we're going to go fix it right now. Okay. The magic of editing. <laughs> magic of editing. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.